Ay, ay, ay. Oh, let me hear somebody. Lakotana Marovia Sukaraipa. Makotorovi Lakianosa. Maro Tivia Catanio Savalai. Mario Tondalia Paruasava. Ayayosa. Elaleosa. We give you praise, King of Kings. We worship you, Lord of Lords. We bless your name, ancient of days. For there is none like you. There is none before you. There is none behind you. Oh, Holy Ghost. Oh, Holy Ghost. Oh, Holy Ghost. We worship. We worship. We worship. We worship. How excellent is your name, O God? How excellent. How excellent. How excellent. How marvelous is your name, O God? Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Everywhere you are, lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Say, I believe in God the Father. Oh, open your mouth. Let me hear you. Uh, say, uh, 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 say, I believe in God the Father. Say, I believe in Jesus Christ. Say, I believe he died on the cross. Say, I believe he rose up on the third day. Say, I believe he ascended to heaven. Say, I believe in God the Holy Spirit. Say, I believe that he is here with us now. Oh, let me hear you people of God. Say, this is Mount Zion. Oh, say, this is Mount Zion. Say, this is the city of the living God. Say, this is the city of the living God. Oh, say, this is the heavenly Jerusalem. Say, the angels of God are here. Say, this is the general assembly of God. Oh, say, this is the church of Jesus Christ. Say, today, my name is registered in heaven. Oh, I didn't hear someone say, my name is written in a book of life. Say, today, whatever that God has for me, I will receive it. Oh, say, I will receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. Say, I will receive. Say, I will receive whatever God has for me in the name of Jesus. Oh, say, I am the blessed of God. Oh, say, after today, say, I am victorious in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord. Clap your hands and give God praise. Hallelujah. This month of September, we started the series on the seven churches. Because the Holy Ghost said, I should teach the body about the essence, the purpose of the church. And last week, 
last week I told you that when we say the church in the Greek word we are talking about something called the ecclesia. Und letzte Woche habe ich euch gesagt, wenn wir über die Gemeinde sprechen, sprechen wir über etwas, was Ecclesia heißt. La semaine passée, je vous ai dit que quand on parle de l'église, on parle de ecclesia qui est en grec. I told you that when we say the church or when we say a church, we are talking about the body of Jesus Christ. I said that the people who have been saved through repentance by faith, they are the body of Christ. Anybody who has been saved by repentance through faith in the name of Jesus Christ is part of this body. I taught you about the fact that we have a universal church and we have a local church. I taught you about what makes the orientation or the origin of the universal church. We spoke about the doxological, the logocentric, the pneumodynamic, the covenantal, the confessional, the missional, the spatio-temporal, the eschatological. We spoke about all these things. Don't, don't worry about the big words. <laughs> We spoke about all these things. And I also taught you that the local church is what we see to be denominational. It means it is categorized. So we have believing church, we have different churches. But the universal church is one body. It is not divided or it is not denominational. And I said that anybody who finds themselves in any local church has to see these following things that I'm about to say. This local church has to be a church that they worship God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. This local church has to speak and teach the word of God. The undiluted word. This local church has to engage in evangelism that is winning the lost to Christ. This local church has to disciple the members of the church. Die Mitglieder der Gemeinde zu den Jüngern machen. This local church also has to take care of people and also help the people to understand what it means to pray, what it means to give, and what it means to sacrifice. Und diese lokalen Gemeinden lehren die Kirchenmitglieder dabei zu geben, zu opfern und 
finally this local church has to has to be a church that understands stewardship in other words service in the house of the lord and outside the house of the lord if you are not seeing this these things have listed in any church that you are attending or you attend then you have to be careful Alors si tu n'as pas vu toutes ces choses que j'ai dit, euh, alors tu dois faire attention. Wenn du diese all, all diese Aspekte, die ich genannt habe, nicht in der Gemeinde siehst, wo du bist, dann musst du vorsichtig sein. Now I continued and I started with the church of Ephesus and I couldn't finish. So I'm going to finish the church of Ephesus today and then I will finish with the church of Smyrna. Smyrna. Ich habe angefangen, ich habe das letzte Mal mit der Gemeinde von Ephesus und werde heute damit abschließen und mit der Gemeinde von Simana weitermachen. La semaine passée, j'avais commencé avec l'église d'Éphèse, j'avais pas terminé, donc aujourd'hui on continue avec l'église d'Éphèse et de Simana. And so, in Revelation chapter number 2 verse 1 to 7. Donc dans Apocalypse 2 de 1 à 7. In Offenbarung 2 verse 7 bis 8. Revelation chapter number 2. Chapitre 2. Offenbarung no, we are starting with the church of Ephesus first, so put that logo off. The, the next one is the church of Smyrna, that's the second one. Now is the church of Ephesus. Mm. The church of Ephesus. The church of Ephesus. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 2 verse 1 to 7, Write this to Ephesus, to the angel of the church, I've already told you that this angel is a Greek word called Angelos, and the translation of this was talking to the leader, the pastor, or the steward of the church of Ephesus. So the Bible said, write this to Ephesus, to the angel of the church, the one with seven stars in his right hand first grip, striding through the golden seven light circle speaks. That is Jesus Christ that is speaking now to the church. In the verse number two and the verse number three, the Bible said, I see what you have done. I've seen what you have done. Your hard work, your hard work, it says it twice. I've seen what you have done. It means that Jesus Christ sees what you do in the house of the Lord. Many people are in churches and they think that they are there to please the pastor, the, the, the prophet, the apostle, the bishop, but you are in the church to please God. Can I communicate? God said, I have seen your hard work. That means that God also look at your attendance to church. You see, the things that we don't take seriously, God takes everything seriously when it comes to the church. He said, I have seen your hard work. 
Ich habe deine Bemühungen gesehen. I have seen your hard work. Ich habe sie gesehen. He could have said that, oh, I have seen your offerings, or I have seen how you are nice to the pastor, or how you are nice to the prophet. He could have said any other thing, but he said, I have seen your hard work. Er hätte sagen können, ich habe gesehen, wie nett du zum Pastor bist, oder ich habe gesehen, was du, wie du ja, was du sonst machst. Aber er hat gesagt, ich habe deine harte Arbeit gesehen. He said, your refusal to quit. Your refusal to quit. Your refusal to quit. I want to tell someone that when you come to be a part of the body of Christ, you need to you need to have the understanding that everything is not going to be cozy. In other words, everything is not going to be nice. For God to say that your refusal to quit, He knows that there is something, there is something that causes you at some time that you want to quit, you want to stop. I know that I'm speaking to someone who has been at a point in their lives before that they felt that they wanted to quit, they wanted to stop, they wanted to stop coming to church, they wanted to stop worshiping God because of what they were going through. Ich weiß, dass ich zu jemandem spreche, der an einem Punkt seines Lebens aufgeben wollte, durch, aufgrund der Dinge, die so durchgegangen sind. Ich weiß, dass es jemand gibt, der an einem Punkt, wo er nicht mehr in die Kirche gehen wollte, der nicht mehr von Gott hören wollte, alles wegen dem, was er durchgegangen hat. Unser Herr Jesus Christus hat eine Message an die Kirche von Ephesus gesagt, zu ihnen, dass ich deine harte Arbeit kenne. Zu der Gemeinde Ephesus und sagte, ich kenne deine harte Arbeit. Jesus Christus hat gesagt, ich kenne deine harte Arbeit. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst, wenn du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du aufhörst. Ich weiß, dass es Zeiten gibt, wo du I forgot I have translators. There are church members who pretend to. There are members who lie also. The reason why I am teaching you these things is because I want us to clear out everything that is not of God in the church. And I've told you that the church is not just a building or where we are sitting right now. We are a body. In Christ. See, see, so, so, somebody will say, oh, will say, say, will say, prophet, you know what? On this Sunday, I'm coming to church. I said, okay. 
Exactly. They don't come to church. So these are pretenders. You, you don't have to do something to please me. Are you understand what I'm talking about? You don't have to do that. I'm, I'm not going to cut off your head if you don't come to the church. I'll just pray for you, Dad. That God will help you. But don't, don't, don't come to pretend to me and then try to make yourself look good in front of me because of something you need from me. Don't do that. Jesus said to the church of Ephesus that you have lost your first love. You have lost your first love. It means that your, your, your relationship with Jesus Christ at the time you found him and now there is a change. The things that you used to do when you became born again, you are doing them no more. Jesus said to the church of Ephesus that there is something that you love more now than me. So many people of us in the church, we have replaced the love of God with other things in our lives. That is why we end up lying and pretending. Anybody who genuinely loves cannot pretend. Are you hearing me at all? <laughs> Look, if you meet a man or a, a lady and then the man says he loves you or the woman says she loves you and the woman or the man is pretending. When you get married, you go under the same roof. That when he or she is snoring, you, you, you can hear. <laughs> you know how they are. They, they, they cannot pretend. So if the person really loves you, you will know. So that is what Jesus Christ was saying to the church of Ephesus. That now we are one body. I, I know you. You know me. And I can say for a fact that your love for me has gone low. Some of us, have, have, we have replaced God with our businesses. We have replaced God with our families. We have replaced God with our money. We have replaced God. We have replaced God. Oh, lift up your hands and say, it shall not be my portion. Say, it shall not be my portion. Say, it shall not be my portion. Don't let anything take the place of God in your life. I'm telling you. 
I'm telling you, if, if you cannot forget a termin, an appointment, but you can forget that we have church, something has taken the place. Something has taken the place. Are you following me? I pray for somebody. I pray for somebody that nothing will take the place of God in your life. Oh, 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 your amen needs a, a, a top up. He needs a vaccine, a vaccination. I said nothing will take the place of God in your life. Nothing. nothing. It is very important. I'm you. you see, many people only come to God when they need Him. Where are you when God needs you also? Somebody will say, ah, what, what does God need me for? He needs you to worship Him. He needs you to serve him with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your body, everything you have. God needs you to do that. Now, in the verse number 4 to 5 of Revelation chapter number 2, the Bible says that, but you walked away from your first love. Why? What is going on with you anyway? What is happening? Do you have any idea of how far you have fallen? A Lucifer fall. A Lucifer fall. Do you know what a Lucifer fall is? When the Bible says a Lucifer fall, it means that you have been cast as far away from the third heavens to the earth. A Lucifer fall. You have fallen far away. Your heart is not close to God. Listen, if you can, if you can open your mouth and lie to a prophet of God, you, you, you are far away. You can stand on the altar of God and lie. The Bible says that the devil is the father of all lies. Then you have fallen far away. You need to turn back to that love. That eagerness to pray. That eagerness to worship. That eagerness to be in the house of the Lord. You need to turn back. You turn back. Just put a picture on the screen and stop uh, distracting me with this television, please. If it's not coming, turn it off. You need to turn back. You have to. Don't live your life for things that you can only get. Don't live your life for that. The church of Ephesus was a church that worked hard, but they lacked in a certain area of their lives. 
Many of us, we go to church every Sunday, every Wednesday, every Friday, any other day we can get. But we are always lying. A lying tongue. A lying spirit. We are pretenders. We pretend. We pretend. That's what the, the problem with the church of Ephesus. There was, a, there was a spirit of lie. A spirit of pretense. It was not found in them. It was not found in them. Hmm. Oh my God. Watch this one. Come, come, come to come to verse number six. Let me show you something. The Bible says that you do have this to your credit. You hate the Nicolaitan business. I hate it too. So Jesus said that of all the troubles that you go through, of all your character flaws. There is one thing that you have credit for. There is something called the Nicolaitian business. You hate it. So what is Nicolaitian business? Come to Acts chapter 6 verse 5. Let me show you. Acts chapter 6 verse 5. What Jesus Christ was saying in Revelation chapter 2 verse number 6. You will find it in Acts chapter 6 verse number 5. Where the Bible says that uh, 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 the, the doctrines and lives were equally corrupt. Corrupt, corrupt doctrines, corrupt doctrines and their lives. It says that they allow most abominable lordness and adulteries, and as well as sacrificing to idols, uh, all which they place among things indifferent and pleaded for us branches of Christian liberty. So, so what 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 he's talking about is that this Nicolaitan business, yeah. There was a guy, there was a guy who was ordained also with Stephen in the book of Acts chapter 6. By name Nicholas. Nicholas was ordained, anointed by the apostles, tongue-speaking, spirit-filled believer in the beginning. But now Nicholas became a part of the Ephesus church. And they begin to uh, condone or in other words allow certain things to go on in the church that was not right. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Because, listen, there are so many people they want you to pray for them they want you to prophesy to them but when you tell them to live right for God they go away are you hearing what I'm talking about? they want the prayer they want the blessing they want the prophecy but when I tell you that 
This way that you are going is not right. They will tell you that prophet is my life. Why is it that when you are in trouble, you don't say it is your life and be in the trouble? Judges chapter 10 verse 11 to 14. God said to them, that, that any time you are in trouble, you come to me. And then I take you from your trouble. But you go back to your wicked ways. To your wrong lifestyle. See, in this day and age, when you put a Christian here and an unbeliever here, there's no difference. You cannot see a difference. Because our lifestyle, our attitude, our character is terrible. Somebody called me and said, Prophet, there is, there is somebody in your church, so because of that, I will not come to the church. I, I'm telling you a fact. I, I told a person, I told a person, you, you are not a Christian yet. You are, you are not born again yet. This is somebody who sees themselves as a born again person, saying that because somebody else is in the church, I don't like the person, so I'm not coming to the church. The Nicolaitan business. You are in church. You are in church. You are in church. You are not married yet. And you are having sex as if you were a prostitute. It's a Nicolaitan business. I'm telling you. They will say, oh, it is European style. It's American style. We, we, our standards to live is according to the word of God. Not any European style or American style or African style. I know today my message will not be nice to many people uh, because I didn't come to prophesy today. I came to teach you things to help you. You are living anyhow, but yet you want the help of God. You are a joker. There are people in church. Oh, I said, <laughs> people in church. Their lifestyle. When you tell them, they get angry. But when they are in a, in, a, in in problem in troubles, they know the house of the prophet. The day that God showed me Judges chapter ten verse eleven to fourteen, I said, God, now me to I'll do some. If you did so, me to do something. God told the people of Israel. Because you don't listen to instructions. And you have done what you want to do. Go to your business. Go to your husband. Go to that boyfriend. Go there for help. Go to your idols for help. Don't come to me. The only time Christians remember to pray is when they are in need. It's so sad. It's so sad. When everything is cozy. 
This was the problem with the Ephesian church. The church of Ephesus. It's the same spirit here in Aachen. Very hard working people. But then tomorrow you see that they are dead. Oh, I said some lady was fighting for a Dutch passport. She worked so hard. When she got the Dutch passport, exactly one month after she died. What is this? Varum, Pokuma, Varum. What? Why do you have to work so hard to eat the bread of sorrows? Why? You need to check, check, check your first love, check your love for God, check your love for Jesus Christ. There are people, they sit at home and they talk about men of God anyhow. If you don't know someone's story, don't criticize the person. Are you hear what I'm talking about? If you don't know the story of somebody, don't criticize the person. Listen, listen, if you have not done what I'm doing, nothing gives you the right to criticize me. Because everybody in their shoe size. That is why when you go to the shop, you say, I want size 48. Somebody will say, I want size 36. Everybody and their destiny. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Watch yourself. Watch yourself. Ah, somebody come and say, Prophet, uh, uh, people, people who are coming to the church and they don't have good behavior. Good. I say, You to what is your behavior? You to what is your character? Check yourself. Check yourself. The church of Ephesus. They were holy adult people. Because of their hard work. Because Jesus said, I've seen your hard work. I've seen your hard work. But your character. Your character. Your character. Let me tell you something. Young people coming up. In ministry. It is not just about the gift. You can have the gift as much as you want. If you don't check your character. It will bring you down. No matter how your gift is. Your character. The church of Ephesus had a gift. There were people who didn't give up. They worked hard. They did not quit. But their character. They were lying. They were stealing. They were fornicating. They were doing adulterous things. Their character. Don't be a pretender. Many people are in church and they are pretending. They are pretending. And they forgot that the person they are pretending in front is their creator. How can, how can, how can a creature 
Creator. Let me tell you something. When you come to me and you are lying to me, don't think it's me you are lying to. It is God. Because I stand here in a place of God. And at the end of the day, I will give an account for all your life to my Father. Stop pretending. Stop pretending. Stop pretending. Stop pretending. The only time you need God is when you are when you are in trouble. When, when you are sick, he said, you call me, he said, prophet, prophet, my waist, my waist, your waist will break, your waist will break, your waist will break, your waist will break, your waist will break. Clap your hands and give God praise, somebody. Your waist will break. Your waist will break. When people, when people are in need, he said, prophet, prophet, hey, when this thing happens, prophet, I will do this for you, I'll do that for you, I'll do this for you. One day I told mama, give to you, I said, mama. I have come to a place in life. I don't hear promises from people because they always fail. It is only God who, when He promises you, He will do for you. Whatever God says, He will bring it to pass. Focus on God. Listen. Everybody sitting here. I know tomorrow you can come, all of you can go away. I know. It's possible. Why? Because you are human beings. So, 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 me, if you come and say, Prophet, I will buy something for the church. I'm not going to write it down. Because the moment you get your breakthrough, when I even call you, oh, oh, Prophet, uh, 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 I have a terminal, I'll call you back. I have a terminal. Uh, oh, oh, Prophet, may the Holy Ghost touch your life today. May the Holy Ghost touch your life. May you have a good character. It's not, it's not just about a gift, it's the character. I know men of God who can preach. I know people who can prophesy. But their problem is that they are always in competition with another man of God. They are always saying bad things about another man of God. They always want to bring somebody down. That is their problem. So the church of Ephesus worked hard. There were people who don't quit easily. But they were pretenders. May that spirit of acting that caused people to pretend, may it come out of your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Any spirit in Deutschland that fights people of God on this land, we break the back of that spirit in the name of Jesus. Oh, lift up your hand, lift up, lift, lift, lift up your hand, lift up. Say, say this afternoon. Oh, say this afternoon. Any spirit, say any spirit in Deutschland, that place with the mind of people, the mind, the mind, the mind of people, say this afternoon, in the name of Jesus Christ, say I'll break your hold. Say I'll break your hold. Clap your hands for one minute. Break, 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 break. Break the hold of that spirit. That spirit of pretend. 
your holy. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We break your hold. Finally, Jesus said to the church of Ephesus, let those that have ears hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. It means that Jesus even know that not everything that he is saying that everybody will take it. <laughs> there are people you can preach you can preach from Berlin to Duisburg nothing will enter their ears because they have made their mind they will tell you the prophet this is how I am you either take me or you leave me I came to tell you that is not how you are you have been created in the image of God in the likeness of our father you have been created in the likeness of God that bad character is not how you are that bad behavior is not how you are in the name of Jesus, I pray that somebody after today you will not quit for following Jesus Christ. Oh, if I were you, I clap my hands and give God praise that I will not quit. That I will not quit. I will not quit. That I will not quit. I will not quit. I know some of you are watching me on the Zoom. Some of you are watching me on Facebook. Some of you are here in the auditorium. I want to speak to you and tell you, no matter what you did yesterday, the blood of Jesus has washed it for you. Are you hearing me? The blood of Jesus Christ has washed it. Therefore, do not quit. Don't let anybody talk down upon you. Don't quit. Don't quit. Let me attempt to teach a little bit on the church of Smyrna. Smyrna. The church of Smyrna. This was a very wonderful church in the Asia Minor. Asia Minor. Asia Minor. Hallelujah. So in Revelation chapter number 2, verse 8 to 11, let's look at it quickly before we close for today. The church of Smyrna. Watch this. Watch this. The Bible said, Write this to Smyrna, to the angel of the church, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the final one, and once dead and then come alive speaks. He's talking about Jesus Christ. Ah, yeah, yeah. He is the beginning and the end. Oh, are you hearing me at all? He is the one speaking to us right now. And he said, I can see your pain and poverty. I can see your pain and poverty. So, this is the church of Smyrna. This was a church full of pain. A church that was poor. 
Poor in spirit, poor in mind, and materially poor. Why? Because the church of Smyrna didn't know the essence of giving. They did not understand it. Because listen, I told you that as a church we are the body of Jesus Christ. And the Bible said, Jesus became poor. So that through his poverty, you and I will be rich. So how can the church of Smyrna still be living in pain and poverty? How? 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 Pokua, pokua. Why are you in everything you are still living in poverty? Why? If you want the most poorest people in the church is those who pray a lot, the prayer warriors. Oh, uh, listen, 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 listen. I am, I am, I am, a, I am a prayer warrior. And you, you people, you know. I pray, I pray like my head is cut off. I pray a lot. But I said, if you want people who are poor in churches, most of them, they are prayer warriors. So the church is full of prayer. But all these people are still poor. Why? Jesus was telling the church of Smyrna that the riches of the kingdom does not answer to prayer or fasting. Or if I were you, I'll put my hands together right there. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? The riches of the kingdom of God does not answer to fasting and prayer. It answers to covenant. It answers to giving. It answers to sacrifice. I tell you. You are praying so much. But you are so poor. And you see someone who is not praying like you are praying. But they have money. People who help the church or who give more in the church are not prayer warriors. People who give more in this church, even in this church, are not people who pray too much. I tell you, prayer is the key. But there are other keys. Are you hearing me? The church of Smyrna were in pain and impoverished. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Holy Ghost. Let me finish quickly. Let me finish quickly. 
He said, I can see your pain and poverty, constant pain, dire poverty, but I also see your wealth. I also see your wealth. And I hear the lie in the claims of those who pretend to be good Jews who are, in fact, Satan's crowd. <laughs> Let me finish here. Let me finish here. He said, I can see you are poor, I can see the poverty. Yet I can also see the riches. It means there is a thin line between riches and poverty. That line is Jesus Christ. This church were in pain. Maybe I'm speaking to people right now. You are in a particular church. Or you may be in this church. And something has caused pain in your heart. Something has caused pain in your heart. I pray that that pain, that burden will be lifted today. I pray that that burden will be lifted today. I pray that you not find yourself in the association of Satan's crowd. But you will have the glory upon your life to see the manifestation of what God has said concerning your life. Listen, whatever Jesus did on the cross is available for us in this church. Oh, are you hearing me? Whatever Jesus did on the cross it's available for us. Oh, lift up your hands. 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 Oh, Holy Ghost. We just want to pray just one prayer as we are closing. That God will draw us closer to Himself. That any character that contradicts God. May the Holy Ghost by fire consume that character. Some of you is a character of lies, a character of, of pretense. A character of laziness. It might be pain in your spirit, in your heart. Whatever you are dealing with, lift up your hands, lift up your voice, and begin to pray right now. Begin to pray right now. Everybody pray. Oh, let me hear somebody pray. 
whatever character that contradicts God in your life, whatever character that causes the things of God to be pushed aside, whatever that has taken the place of God in your life, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that as you've been a place, a, pe a person in this place, may that character be consumed by fire by fire of the Holy Ghost by fire of the Holy Ghost by the fire of the Holy Ghost by the fire of the Holy Ghost by the fire of the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ thank you Holy Spirit